Welcome to College Sense of Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Yutunde, and with me is Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, have you read the news lately? I have. I think I know what you're talking about, but why don't you share with our listeners? So, the whole student loan piece, right? Right. And so, what's going on? Do you want to break it down for our listeners? Yes. So, students, if you, students, parents, anyone listening, if you have been paying attention, you would have heard about the Corinthian College uh, student loan forgiveness that was recently passed. So, basically, um, yesterday, the uh, Biden administration approved a $5.3 billion student loan forgiveness program for students who went to Corinthian colleges. Now, you may not know what a Corinthian college is when you hear that name, but I'm sure you've seen their commercial. (laughs) So these are the schools that will, you know, advertise, you know, medical assisting programs or um, vet tech programs or mechanics or aviation mechanic programs. And, you know, they promise like quick programs faster than a community college you know you don't waste time at a traditional school and they promise you a job and an externship right so what why is the Biden administration sounds great but why is the Biden administration now forgiving these loans well a lot of students got caught up in schools that either closed and weren't able to finish their program or over delivered and under under uh, over promised and under delivered um or the program just was not up to par right and didn't really teach the students the skills that they needed a variety of different ones i don't want to you know name any names but you i'm sure you can think of a few right a few have actually closed down completely absolutely and sometimes those few schools sound like a really good idea and i remember just being as a first gen student i remember actually when I first got out of high school, I actually attended one of the orientations and signed the contract to actually participate in this school. And it wasn't until I realized when I started reading through all of the paperwork saying like, hey, I can get the same at the community college for a lot less. Mm -hmm. Like, or completely like, what's free. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. You know, when I was going, it was like, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was about like $11 a unit. So, <laughs> but now with a California Promise Grant, right? Like you could actually go for free. Absolutely. So, so why, why do you think students were attracted to these schools though? Well, I think, you know, well, here's the thing. I think a lot of students were attracted to the quick, easy sort of microwave of an (laughs) idea of I don't want to spend you know three years at a community college and you know when I could do it in 18 months right and a lot of people that appeals to them especially if they know that they're not really interested in college you know long term um, but they do want some skills right and a lot of these schools would market the idea of you know, if you're at a community college, you're going to get stuck and you're going to be there for years taking classes you don't need. And, you know, of course, for someone who's vulnerable and doesn't know, that's going to sound very effective, right? Now, here's the little secret that I want to share with the audience is that I used to work for one of these colleges. Mm. 
Actually, prior to being a counselor at a community college, I worked for one of these colleges for a year. And I will tell you, E, that I actually felt like a bit of a fraud because I would go to very specific populations of students. We both know what kind of population we're talking about. You and I represent the populations. (laughs) So listeners, if you're wondering, just take a look at our picture, our thumbnail. You'll know what populations we're talking about. And... You know, I would say, hey, you don't you don't want to go to that community college down the street. You actually want to come to our college and do medical assisting or dental, you know, hygiene or whatever the program, massage therapy. Um, and you only have to take student loans if, if only if you really just can't afford it, which, of course, most couldn't. And, you know, here these students would come out with 20 thousand dollars worth of debt for a program that they could have done at a community college for maybe an additional six months at the most and not paid a single dime so now here's the flip side when i did start working at the community college i would be on the receiving end of those same students who had started at those colleges and now here they were deciding that oh i can't afford this now i'm coming back to a community college well, guess what? Sometimes their credits didn't count Transfer. for much. Mm-hmm. Um, they owed the school money, and so they wouldn't be able to get their transcripts. So because they couldn't get their transcripts, they couldn't get financial aid. So it ended up being this domino effect in terms of their education. And so now I tell students that, hey, if you are really thinking about any sort of certificate program, please, 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 only consider doing that at a community college because it is so much more bang for your buck. And that's why I'm really supportive of the administration for giving these particular loans because, you know, we're not talking about public schools here. We're not talking about the state colleges and the universities. It's just these specific loans. And I think a lot of students got caught up, you know, unfairly so and being misled into what to get, what they would be getting. That's interesting because it almost reminds me of like uh, 2008 with the housing, like uh-huh. app- like yeah. the housing loans, right? It's like this predatory lending almost in a way. And and then, of course, when you go and you, you sell something that this is going to be so great, right? And then you think about what are the alternatives. And unfortunately, I don't know why the CC sometimes gets such a bad rap, right? Like, oh, you're never going to get into this. You're not going to do this. And it's almost out there all the time. And I feel like, gosh, like, like, I don't know why. I just, I, I, you know, boggles my mind sometimes. It just blows my mind. But I I do feel like the narrative's changing. Mm -hmm. I do feel like the narrative's changing Mm -hmm. little by little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think definitely, you know, because so much time has gone by since these colleges have existed now, people can really see the results, you know, and so a lot of students have become kind of wise to the fact that, you know, faster is not always better. You know, today is just like understanding also like what you're doing and making those options and thinking critically, right? Like, I feel like sometimes we didn't have an opportunity to speak to somebody that maybe went through this or we have we have like that support but now that that is the beauty of the internet right and just looking and doing the research and trying to do some critical thinking about like what makes sense like this is if it sounds too good to be true right Mm -hmm. let's do some more research on it right let's see 
what we can do so you don't put yourself in that position where you sign yourself up to these student loans. And this could go for anything, right? It doesn't necessarily just go for those schools, but like don't borrow more than you need unless you want to have an emergency packet, right? Like, and I get that too. Mm -hmm. But think about what you're spending. How do you go about like renting books, finding books from friends, right? So all of these little tips to get through the, through the college, I feel, um, by paying less and not taking out more loans than you need. Right, exactly. And here's the thing that, you know, I really want our students to understand is what are the differences between these colleges and other colleges? So when we talk about, you know, CSUs, you know, California State Universities or UCs, Universities of California, um, and even some private schools like, um, you know, if you're from California, like, you know, California College of the Arts, St. Mary's. St. Mary's, uh, you know, um, uh, what's the school in Malibu? (laughs) Pepperdine. Pepperdine. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, these are not, I don't want you to mistake private colleges for for for-profit colleges, right? So the CSUs, the UCs, those are public state funded colleges. That means you and I, you know, our contributions together as taxpayers fund these schools, and you get support. And yes, you might have some students who take student loans, but these are schools that have been established by communities to ensure that students get what they're supposed to be getting, right? Private colleges work in the same way, except that they are not funded by UNI's tax dollars. They are funded by private organizations, maybe even private people, individuals who like what that school is about. Some like some of the Catholic colleges like St. Mary's, they get some money from Catholic organizations. And so they are absolutely legitimate colleges, right? Yeah, nonprofit, right? Right, yes. Um, But these particular ones that we're talking about are private schools, but they're what we call for-profit, which means that they make money when you come in and and buy all the books and the equipment and everything. They, They So they have an incentive um to you know make a sale right and so that sometimes can lead to uh students not getting exactly what they're expecting okay so that's the main difference and so if you're ever concerned that well how what if how do i know if i picked one of these schools right because they can go by different names but if your school is a state college or a community college uh, it's regionally accredited um or has a long history in your community, you're probably, you know, at a school that's either private or a state college. Absolutely. And you could usually check on their website. Absolutely. And when they say about us or uh, and and or just check in with a counselor and they can definitely help you look. So don't feel like you have to know that right off the bat. Like if you're like curious, like, hmm, I want to know a little bit more. Definitely check on their website and they're going to have to mention that at some point somewhere. Exactly. So what would be your takeaway for students, you think, Emmanuel? You know, I think the big thing right now, and I think it's a life lesson, right? And it sucks. Like sometimes you you make a decision because it sounds like a great decision at the time. And we don't do that research because, you know, we have life going on. We get it. So, but I do think that this is like a good life lesson to learn from this, right? To make sure that, It's so important, like if you're going to take any money out for a school to read the fine print, 
talk to as many resources and support resources as you can your account your high school counselor for sure um your community college counselor for sure if you're already at the cc and thinking about transferring like other students maybe in that are in the program or that have graduated network 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 because then you can kind of get some opinions out there and then you know do some research of course and just make sure that you're going to um sites that are legitimate right that not necessarily that school's website that you're thinking about going to but where am i getting that those reviews from mm-hmm. so once you have all of those pieces i believe that you can make an informed decision right and and you know hey it may turn out that this particular school or this particular program might make the most sense for you but first do the research and see if if there's any other options that are available that make more sense for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? Today would be your one thing. Um, well, I love what you're saying about, um, you know, being careful about if you are borrowing. And I think this applies to any student is make sure part of your research is looking into, OK, if I do this program, how much money am I going to make? And then compare mm-hmm. that to what am I going to have to borrow? And if those numbers don't add up, if you're not going to make enough money to be able to pay back what you're borrowing, that should be a red flag. Right. And so uh, that's part of the reason why this forgiveness is happening, because those numbers really were out of whack for a lot of students who came out of these schools. And so they were basically going bankrupt trying to pay these loans back. So I think that is an important part of the research is to know the industry that you're going into. Yeah, and that's a really good point, today. And I'm just going to throw it out there. Right. Like when we give students the Bureau of Labor Statistics at BLS.gov bls.gov like there you can check out different types of jobs and careers and like income and i love that site it just gives you a lot of information so i would encourage you that's i really like what you're saying that one thing like that makes sense you're doing like a cost benefit analysis Mm -hmm. right exactly so great stuff all right listeners we hope you enjoyed this please rate review and subscribe we really appreciate it um and Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.